And I think everybody has somebody that has had AIDS or HIV or some critical illness and the thoughts of them not having any food or, you know, any help at all, let alone suffering that out with, you know, just getting, I don't know, the idea that it's healthy food makes me feel so much better handing it out. That was Project Open Hand volunteer Dana Dawson. I'm Jeff, and this is Storied San Francisco. Every week on this podcast, you'll hear from volunteers, poets, bartenders, and San Franciscans from all walks of life, telling stories, sharing personal histories, and trying to put into words what makes this city so special. Welcome to episode 30, part one. In this podcast, Dana shares the story of Ruth Brinker feeding her friends and neighbors who had AIDS back in 1985, and how that morphed into Project Open Hand, which serves healthy groceries and meals to sick and dying people in the Bay Area. Just a reminder to go to our website, storiedsf.com, to pledge your financial support for the show. We've got some cool gifts to send you in return. Here's Dana. Well, Project Open Hand started uh, in about 1985. There were people, they called it wasting. They had AIDS and they were wasting and getting so thin and dying. And this woman that started it, Ruth Brinker, she was a retired food service worker, which I love. She's an older woman. And on her own, she said, this cannot be. And so she started feeding seven neighbors out of her house. She started cooking dinner for seven neighbors who had AIDS that nobody, nobody knew exactly how it was, you know, uh, how people got AIDS. Nobody knew about it. So they were afraid of them. And she started making dinner, delivering it with love to these seven people. So that was in mid-1980s. Then a friend started helping her. Then they started doing it out of the basement of a church. And um, it was strictly for people with HIV and AIDS for many, many years uh, for that community. Now, uh, they serve over 30,000 meals a month. 2,200 meals a day are created. It's open 365 days a year. And they... Now, because AIDS and HIV is not such a death sentence and it doesn't carry the stigma, it still has a stigma, I think, for some people. Uh, Almost a judgment now, I think. But um, they've opened it up to other critical or chronic illnesses. Um, Breast cancer patients, um, people with severe type 1 diabetes, um, uh, critical ill of uh, quite a few different critical illnesses heart disease uh, a lot of things and so project open hand serves a community that that is more than just in need because it's all health oriented Um, and and they do it they their motto is food with love food equals love and it's all nutritious food I think the best feeling I get is that it is nutritious food they're giving sick people and I think everybody has somebody that has had AIDS or HIV or some critical illness and the thoughts of them not having any food or you know any help at all let alone suffering that out with you know just getting I don't know the idea that it's healthy food makes me feel so much better handing it out. So now now it's 
about 125 employees and approximately 125 uh, volunteers every single day, seven days a week. And then they do fundraisers and different things that have more volunteers. So it is thousands of people giving thousands of hours to make 30,000 meals a month. That It couldn't happen without a massive volunteer group. And what are all the kind of roles? Um... There are so many. There's something for everyone at Project Open Hand. Because it's open seven days a week, there's um, kitchen work. So you don't work with clientele there. You work with other volunteers and maybe an employee. And it's chopping, slicing, dicing, all that kind of stuff. It's very fun. It's fast-paced. Um, they have a really great chef that is in charge of every um, meal that they make. And so you can work in the kitchen and they have three shifts a day, seven days a week for people to, that's how much is going on in there. Then they have a warehouse where I work with my team and we um, parse giant bags of things into small bags of things for, we have a grocery center that people come into and they get a week's worth of groceries. They get protein, dairy, six eggs, lots of produce and a little bit of um, brown rice or brown bread, something like that. So in the warehouse, volunteers work with other volunteers, and we parse a giant bag of uh, beans into eight-ounce packages of beans. And it just saves so much money for them to buy in bulk, and then and then we do it in a weekly serving. So we do it with all kinds of stuff like, um, you know, trail mix and everything like that. And and then, then the grocery center, then our team also works, moves from the warehouse to the grocery center. And we meet with clients that come in there and they have filled out a form, a grocery list. And um, we go basically grocery shopping in a tiny little area and get what they need and help them pick if they don't know. And, um, and they leave with the perfect cart of groceries it's kind of a great framework for us to go home and know that that's about how we should eat it lean protein you know low fat dairy and then a lot of produce and it feels really good so you can do that they also um, have volunteers delivering door to door there's a lot of need people are shut in they can't get there there's a lot of that so they deliver door to door every night seven days a week people get hot meals and um also, they have centers 25 throughout the city that serve seniors and um, people in need. So the Curry Center, all kinds of places have um, meals for lunchtime that people can go, go in. There's a lot of reason for that, too. Seniors are marginalized, just like a lot of communities. They don't have a lot of income. And sometimes they're super lonely. They don't have a reason to get out and don't know who to meet. So it gives them a place to go. It gives them a good, healthy meal and people to meet. And it really saves a lot of people just, just the getting out and have someone that, that cares enough to bring them a meal. Sure. So that's a really great one. How does Project Hand get all this food? They have some government funding. They do a lot of fundraising um, during the year. And then they, um, the food bank gives them a lot of produce. Is it subconscious or unconscious that you're saying they? They. <laughs> you, I noticed you switched when you went to the warehouse. Oh, did, did I? Yeah. Oh. The cooks were they. It's, do you consider it all kind of one big yes. operation, one family? One giant mm -hmm. operation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess because I'm not a paid employee, I'm saying they. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to own it. too much of it. Yeah. But... Uh, 
week. It was unconscious. It was <laughs> yeah. unconscious. I'm not trying to nail you. Here. It's, just, it's just something I noticed. I do feel proud to be part of something like that. I'm. I am not Ruth Brinker. I could never come up with something like this on my own. Um, too bad. I'm not. But I love that it is there for people to, and it's such an easy place to volunteer because it's seven days a week and three shifts a day and so many shifts. There's a place for everyone. And when I think all of us volunteer because you want to contribute in some way, you can't just not contribute to the city and to people in need. I feel like that's why everyone goes there. They want to contribute. Right. So if someone or maybe um, someone's parents or a loved one mm-hmm. uh, wants to, I, I, I don't know the, the language you use. Need their service or yeah. something? Yeah. How, how do they? So get, you need so. to, um, Project Open Hand serves people that are critically ill. So a doctor, any doctor in the city they know about Project Open Hand, and every six months, a doctor will evaluate your health and fills out a form, and you have to have that form filled out by a doctor before you go get your free food. And Project Open Hand also has social workers there to help you with other services if you need, which, yeah, there's a lot of benefit from Project Open Hand, but you do have to be recommended by a doctor to get their food. That was Dana Dawson. Join us Thursday when we'll hear from other Project Open Hand volunteers on what their work means to them. Music for the podcast is by Otis McDonald. Film photography is by Michelle Kilfeder. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to learn about some of the stuff we do besides the podcast. Find the nearly 80 episodes on our website, storiedsf.com, which is also where you can now go to pledge your support for the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show for us. Send comments or suggestions to storiedsf at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.